Welcome to the Gatecast and our journey to the Pegasus Galaxy and the City of the Ancients, Atlantis. Hello, good evening and welcome to Gatecast episode 297. And we have a guest again. Would you care to reintroduce yourself? Uh, hi guys, this is Andrew. Welcome back to the show, Andrew. Thank you very much. Getting to be all regular this week. <laughs> mm, I'd say about uh, 0.3 brads. <laughs> it's an official scale. I do this. Yep, this week we're going to be looking at one of the bitter episodes of Stargate Atlantis, Whispers. This was an episode that Andrew picked out, and uh, I heartily approve. Ah, okay. Given was given the way we've been jumping around in the schedule, I know it's near 300, but I'm not sure whether it's 300 itself or one or two just passed. 297. God, we have been jumping around a lot. Didn't we do 302 on Tuesday? Yes, because that was the next one that didn't have a guest, so we got <laughs> that one done. Mike is front-loading. <laughs> ah, like the VCRs. I remember when we got a front-loading VCR, when I was like, well, okay, how do you press eject the guy installing it? Because this is in the days when someone actually came to install the VCR for you. Mm-hmm. And the guy's press eject and tape pops out. And she's like, no, how do you press eject to get the tape in? And me being a teenager, just sort of, oh, this is so eye-rolling. <laughs> I remember video rental stores. Mm-hmm. I remember actual dedicated tape rewinders. You know, you'd like pop the, pop the tape in there and rewind it. So we're basically getting back-to-back Andrews. Yep. Because I'm sure you recorded that with just Andrew. I don't remember recording the one that you released this week. That's right, you were busy. You were in uh, Wincanton. Ah, Wincanton. The thing which precipitated my trip in two weeks. Since having driven him about for much of the weekend, Mr. Boot foolishly said, oh, you should come and stay with us. I looked at him and said, you really shouldn't say things like that to somebody with Asperger's. They will not assume you're being just socially obligationable. They will take you up on the offer. So I did, and I have. And I got a flight for the equivalent of about $30. Into Gatwick. Train should be fun. Anywho, yes, whispers. And I noticed because I looked at the first few seconds, there's no previously on, so this appears relatively standalone-ish. Yeah, I, I believe this was more of a, a standalone thing. I mean, technically last week's was as well. Last week's was uh, with the really McKay-heavy episodes. But I like this uh, one for... For kind of the the horror movie element of it, and then of course we have the the all female SG Commando team. It's been kind of a crazy week, so I haven't had a chance to watch it. So ah, so you be like take, me taking a page out of your book, yeah. More of a chapter, I think. It may have become a book in and of itself. We are the Rusted Robot Podcast. Lower your shields and surrender your minds. We will add your MP3 recordings and opinion on Geekery to our own. We will adapt to embrace this culture. Resistance is futile. It's the Borg. Commander Adama, Cybermen, Daleks, and Cylons are fast approaching. Jump gates forming in multiple sectors and the Doctor's nowhere to be found. What are we going to do? Tune into the Rusted Robot Podcast at therustedrobot.podbean.com and on the iTunes Store. Sean and Bridget Vanderloo's love for all things geekery and robots are our only hope. Oh, boy. Get rusted today. Robots. Cyborg. Androids. Oh, my. Rusted Robot. All right, then, Mike, do you want to do your little intro thing? And... Yep, I can do. As usual, Region 2 DVD source for this episode. Runtime is a little shorter than the American equivalent. This episode is 41 minutes 47 seconds. If you want to watch along, we are currently at the black screen at 0000. Alan will be doing his 3 to 1 countdown in a bit, and when he says click, just press play and watch along with us. Have we ever had any feedback to indicate that somebody has? I think one or two people have, but it's really not the best for... For doing that, because this isn't really a commentary track as such. Commentary track is literally just us talking with no background noise. Mm-hmm. You know, so you really do have to sync it up very close, or you'd be getting all sorts of weird echo stuff. I've done it before. <laughs> right. Or you could just mute the audio. Yeah. If you're like me, though, I can detect one frame difference in if the audio's out of sync with the uh, lip movement. 
Right. I noticed that on my the renderer on my NAS, it was out of sync with iZombie. Oh, yeah. Which I still haven't finished. But now that the NAS is back up running, I probably can. And I should be able to catch up on Supergirl and rap Constantine. I haven't started the second season of iZombie, but I did finish Haven today. Oh, that came back? Yes, the finished series is done now. Okay. Well, things seem to be wrapping currently. Oh, it's had five seasons. That isn't too bad for a sci-fi production. I'm starting to wonder how they're going to wrap Arrow, because he said from the beginning that he was only doing five years. He will continue as long as there's money in it. When they get to the point, when they finish telling the story of him on the island, then they're done. So basically, when the flashbacks catch up to the start of season one. The showrunner or Stephen Amell? The showrunner. Showrunner leaves and the CW continue making the show without him. Ah, are we thinking supernatural here? (laughs) Right, Andrew, do you have a language of choice? And if I know it, I'll use it. We'll go with the traditional Irish. Very well. Three, a doe, a hen, flaky. Ooh, swampy. Yeah, they're pretty much setting the scene right from the word go. I told you we should have started back sooner. If we left when you had said, we'd be returning home empty-handed. You get the feeling that these are sacrificial lambs. Yeah. <laughs> I saw someone. Hello? If this was a procedural, you'd figure out they're either going to find a dead body yeah. or they're going to get murdered themselves. Right. So this is like the opening of Dead Like Me. I'm not Dead Like Me, six feet under. These two guys, Chris Urich and Blaine Anderson. Are you all right, friend? Obviously, they haven't been raised with Earth-based television or they'd know this is a bad idea. Yeah. Mm. In CSI, this is always where they find the body. Yeah. Are you lost? Or become, or become the body. Right. Oh, they've been fishing. Ominous music. <laughs> that creep up on Nothing Could Go Wrong by creeping up on a stranger. The head moved. Yes, they did a little editing, cutting frames out. Run for your lives, lads. That's it, that's a spirit. Leave your friend. Run away. You've only got to run faster than him. <laughs> I'm safe. I'm safe. No, you're not. <laughs> Bob? Bob, where are you, Bob? He looks a bit gormless. Oh, hello. Kinky. <laughs> oh, okay. At this point, you're thinking, oh, who are these? P90s, there must be Atlantis personnel. The signal's getting stronger. Rapid beeping. Okay, then, hands up who forgot to bring the really good flashlights. Hey, what's this? Ah, uh, the gas mask. Freaking creepy is what it is. We found something. Are you my mommy? Uh-huh. Oh, Lord. <laughs> I expected you to do that. They must go through some chemical flares. Mm. I think we'd better contact Atlantis. Why? What? What? What are you looking at? Oh, for God's sake. <laughs> yeah, Carlson does seem to be popping up every now and again. This was going to be the original opening of the episode. There was also going to have a little lines about his turtles. Rodney wasn't going to give him back. Of course it is. Were you kidding me? As a doctor, I can't just sit by and do nothing while people in this galaxy are suffering. Especially when I know I've had a hand in what's happened to them. Aye, but the wee turtles are too fast for me. But Michael forced you to help him. He was the one disseminating the drug. Aye, and I'm the one to help the Hoffins perfect it. Colonel, just in time to give us a hand. Actually, Doc, you're going to have to delay your travel plans. Just got word from Major Teldy. Got another one of Michael's labs. Dun, dun, dun. They also pointed out that shepherds were in a turtleneck for the first time. Bizarre as it sounds. Occasionally you get these little gems from a commentary. Right. Okay then, Stargate Atlantis, Season 5, Episode 7, Whispers. Gatecast Episode 297. This episode was directed by William Waring and written by Paul Mully and Joseph Malozzi. At its American premiere, September 5th, 2008. The Canadians got it September the 8th. The UK, November the 6th. Sweden, November the 7th. Germany, September the 2nd, 2009. Brad Down Under, March the 4th, 2010. And the Japanese, October the 6th of the same year. Quite a few series with episodes of the same name. Rainbow, Dark Wall, Critical Role, Deep Space Nine, Juliet Bravo, The Bill. And there were also a number of movies, uh, 1990, 2015, 2008. 
probably all horror features as well. Oh, I'm sure. Yep. Ah, uh, the good old Canadian woodland. <laughs> the woods of British Columbia. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Carson needs to do a bit more work in art. Because <laughs> he isn't even carrying anything. That's what happens when you do nothing for six months at R&R. Not to mention two months in a stasis pod, thank you. Two months? Try 800 years, that'll give you rubber legs. Colonel! Okay, this I've never understood. John Shepard is the military commander of Atlantis. These mm. people are assigned to Atlantis. Why should he be surprised about this SG team? Major Teldy, uh... I know it's for our benefit, but he should know them all. Major. This is Sergeant Mayra, Dr. Porter, and of course you've already met Captain Vega. I didn't realize you, uh... That my team was a bunch of girls, sir? That is Nicole <laughs> DeBoer, isn't it? That is right, yep. Esri Dax? Yep, finished her time from Deep Space Nine. Although I preferred her as her in the dead zone. Oh, yeah. Funny how that worked out. Well, you can't be expected to know every single team. I mean, you probably see his names on reports, but... There are not that many people on Atlantis. If you wonder it. Exactly, a few hundred, that's all. Carson's got a little spring in his step now. Yeah. Come on, come on. Get in the commentary. Boys will be boys, no matter how old they are. <laughs> Says he's surrounded by various toys. I have to admit, having watched Outsiders before Whispers, that cave does look rather familiar. We were passing through the area when we picked up a low-level energy signature. We were able to triangulate and get a lock on the signal then follow it down into these catacombs. It's a bit of a walk. You may recognise the woman at the back, Captain Alicia Vega, played by Leela Sevastia. She's been in Atlantis before, playing a scientist. Ooh. Although this is, I believe, a different character. I spent some time in a number of Michael's labs when I was his prisoner. But this is one I'm not familiar with. Yeah, it looks like the cleaning crew hasn't been around in a while. A nice blue screen effect to extend the... Uh, Cryopods into the distance. Sorry, Colonel. And can we hold off touching stuff here? Last thing I need is another three tons of rubble falling on my head, all right? <laughs> yeah, once a year is enough for John. <laughs> you can do that. Again? John should know that. Doesn't he read reports? There was no way for him to have known. But thanks to the information that he gathered from that experience, I'm able to bypass the security protocols this time. Okay, Carson's in love. Yeah. <laughs> to Michael's experiments in this lab. This could prove to be very valuable. Going through all of this information may take a while, though. Oh, we'll get ready to do it. Maybe we should go check out the village. What village? We spotted it this morning. It's just a few clicks south of here. <laughs> They're full of surprises. Wouldn't you give me this information when we arrived? Just doing it the I like this. <laughs> Your trouble. You're staying here. <laughs> Sergeant Dusty Mayer, played by Jania Gavanka. Very cute. She is probably one of the most beautiful actresses around at this time. Been in The L Word, The League, done some voice acting for Halo. Yep, also uh, Vampire Diaries, True Blood, Arrow, musician as well, great singing voice. I like a character in this as well. It'd be, you'd think it'd be a bloke, you know, the cocky know-it-all, but it works as a woman. Yeah. Well, you know, it's, a, it's like they've taken all of the elements of your male SG teams and flipped it. Yeah. You know, there's always the nerd, the cocky, you know, overconfident yeah. one. The professional. Michael didn't see the use for a sign that said, do not touch. They're in stasis. Their physical and chemical processes have been suspended, but yes, they're alive. So can you wake them up? Well, without a proper understanding of their respective conditions, uh, I'm afraid that might kill them. Mm. Just gonna keep them on ice until you figure something out, huh? Well, I guess it doesn't matter to them or their families who've probably written them off. But boy, that would make for one hell of a reunion, huh? Oh, yes. Awkward. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna check the perimeter. Call her if you need me. Yeah, leave us alone in this very creepy area. <laughs> You have no need to apologize. And frankly, neither does she. She's right. Resurrections make for very interesting reunions, especially when the dead man had no idea he was dead to begin with. <laughs> Get it all out in the open, why bother? What about you, Dr. Porter? Oh, Allison. Allison. We're past Carson's death and rebirth, right? Yeah. Never told his mother, though. 
<laughs> Dear old boy. Uh, it's probably for the best. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. But in all fairness, I am new to the Pegasus galaxy. And I hear that cloning is more of a second year thing. Third, actually. Yeah. Oh, we've got something budding here. What is it? It appears to be Michael's earliest version of a human aratus hybrid. Oh, that's not good. No. Meanwhile, in the. That's a very solid looking village. That's a stone. <laughs> I think it's exactly the, the same map painting, but under daylight that we saw in uh, Outsiders that we recorded last week, which will be airing on the Gatecast in about a month. <laughs> it's overgrown, of course. It's a year after the, we saw the opening. Lots of cobwebs and... That's a stone, but I don't see quarries or any signs of industry. Well, as, we, as we've seen, this village has been used many times. They've got the money's worth. Of course, Christina Cox is playing Major Anne Teldy. She was named as such for the one millionth visitor to Joseph Malotz's blog, A Rare Treat. Canadian actress, she's been in a lot of stuff. Mm. FX series, Blood Ties, Arrow, Defying Gravity, which was an excellent science fiction series which only got a very short first season. Yeah, but I remember watching it and thinking, God, that looks expensive. Yeah, it was. I think it was a joint BBC production. BBC, Canada and France. Ah, there we go. And they all aired it at different times. Yes, kind of. Which probably really didn't help. Yeah, let's all pull our resources and market it at the same time as well. That would be a good idea. Yeah, that... Well, that's kind of why I'm hoping that uh, dark matter isn't going to break its own bank and uh, go into extinction. What do you dislike about dark matter, Andrew? I love dark matter. I'm just saying that I'm I'm hoping that it doesn't prove too expensive for its own good. I want more killjoys. I want more killjoys now. There's nothing we can do for them. Because these things in here aren't people anymore. Look at them, they look like a pair of teenagers being caught doing something they shouldn't be. Well, hopefully. Oh, that would be in the Atlantis after dark. <laughs> <laughs> no, Sergeant. Oh, no horror movie sleepover. It's one thing you see about these oh, classic point of view horror trope. Hey. <laughs> Easy. Yeah, well done. Who are you? Where do you come from? Well, we came through that big round thing. We're explorers. Who are you? My name is Morellis. Well, Morellis, why don't you tell us what happened here? Where is everyone? Gone. Yeah, Morellis. Darren Dolinsky. This is his first on-screen performance, although he has had experience on stage. And since then, he's been in Supernatural, Tomorville. Uh, Alice, Fringe, Eureka, Once Upon a Time, Arrow, Psych, Primeval New World, Alcatraz. And Man in the High Castle. Bloody hell. He has been, a, he is in Man in the High Castle. He's your man's mate. I haven't seen it. Oh. No. I've only seen the first two episodes of I Remember Castle. him? He, he's your man's mate. The Bjorn boyfriend's co-worker in the factory. Well, what can you tell us about those caves? Show off, John. They're also rumored to be a dangerous place. Although the fact that you survived the visit would suggest otherwise. What did you find there? Don't tell me you're already done, Beckett. I'm surprised the radios work, because they seem to be very deep underground. Ideally, we'd like to stick around, possibly bed down in the village if there's room for us. Yeah, well, I think there's a little room here, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Porter and Carson will share, don't worry about that. We're not finished with this conversation. Night is falling and this isn't a safe place. I'm not sure I like the turtleneck. It actually was Joe's idea. In the commentary, they think it was a little bit of vanity. He wasn't happy how, he, how his net looked on screen at the time. <laughs> I was saying, did he have a hickey when they were filming? Or? <laughs> I hear you served with Stargate Command before transferring over. Yeah, but Pegasus had more of what I was looking for. And what was that? Bad guys who need killing. Oh. The Milky Way just hasn't been the same since the Aura got their butts kicked. Well, some would argue that the situation's actually improved. Uh, <laughs> I like it. <laughs> Well, that establishes the timeline, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it was a bit... You're up, Carson. You've, you've done this enough to know uh, the procedure. Life signs detectors, they've come in really useful at times like this. That's a track thing. Oh, they've got them in Atlantis. Every jumper comes quick with one. Yeah, they didn't bring a jumper, remember? Ah, quite right. But I'm sure there must be spares. In Grand Panto tradition, he was behind you. All 
right, we're going over to the next village to talk to some locals. You guys need anything? Want anything? Yeah, if you happen to pass a Starbucks, I'll take a grande triple sugar free vanilla latte. There's another village? <laughs> I'm babysitting, yes, sir. Be back in a couple hours. A different dynamic with this female team than you'd get from the men. Or maybe we've just never seen an, an, another, you know, SG2 or SG5 in any significant detail. That's true. Oh, this can't be good. Yeah. <laughs> this can't be good at all. Stephen King presents The Mist. I feel like I'm back in college studying for my midterms. You don't look like you're long out of college, love. <laughs> Caltech. Go Beavers. <laughs> Yay, Beavers. What year did you graduate? 1996. Oh, so just a youngster. Seriously? <laughs> <laughs> no, Hang no. on a second. It's 1996 and this was filmed in 2010 or 20, 2009. Uh, eight, 2008. Yeah, so 12 years, he's hardly a youngster. Yeah. Well, Carson's a lot older than he looks. He spent two years frozen, nearly two years frozen. <laughs> a desire to visit strange, unexplored worlds, meet new and interesting people. And shag them. Or, or shoot them, whichever. Okay, I'm going to go check the perimeter. <laughs> Not happy. Be back in 20. The bookmark was a pineapple. That's William Wearing. Unless there's a sock on the doorknob. Hey, we don't need that sort of thing. <laughs> yeah, she's probably going to die. It's always the plucky ones. Well, actually, I'm thinking her and Carson's girlfriend. And they shot all these fog scenes on the set, but they built a huge tent so they could pump all the smoke inside. Right. They had to make do with the oxygen tanks and respirators outside for the actors so they could leave and actually get some fresh air. Mm-hmm. Makes you wonder what we're walking through. We're breathing. Unfortunately, a lot of the... Whoop, no. What's the matter? I think I saw something. <laughs> I think we all did. <laughs> what? Okay, I definitely saw something that time. Now, interesting. She said actually, and the subtitle said definitely. <laughs> okay. You notice, like, you think things, I notice things with that. <laughs> we all have our bugbears. She's very casual. I'd go as far as to say nonchalant. You almost expect her to be sitting there having a cigarette, you know? <laughs> yes, let's walk up to the well. We've never seen the ring on this show. <laughs> Did they try and do a TV show of that? I don't think so, but give them time. On the subject of TV shows, I read an announcement that Neil Patrick Harris is going to be doing a Netflix version of a series of unfortunate events. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. These people are all from Earth, all right? So they've seen horror no. films. Nothing ever good happens with an old, creepy well. No, it doesn't. Damn. Joseph did say he's a huge fan of Japanese horror. This is mm-hmm. probably one of the reasons the story kind of... Oh, something's got her attention. That's not exactly a fun doll, is it? <laughs> no. <laughs> you give a, give a nipper. Yeah. Even in Lord of the Rings, a well like brings down all of like Goblin. Oh, there it is. And there it is. And I wanted to say thank you to Glenn who was sitting in the well with a little <laughs> oh, <laughs> <old> generator, <laughs> just for effect. What a relief! Quiet. I heard something. Oh. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey, 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 easy, Morales. What's going on? Demons. What are you talking about? They're out there in the mist. Demons. Right. They're after me. All of us are in danger. Take it easy. With all due respect, we're not buying any of this, are we? Lay off shrooms, man. <laughs> you should be cautious, because they've known long enough... Well, let's get back to Oh, the no. Don't... Whoa! Hi. Vega! Vega! Oh, well. Never turn your back to uh, a threat. They use visual effects to add extra fog, so they could put the stunt woman in for the smash and grab. That's how I want to say she's dead, but crap. Well, she's dead. What, what are you going to do? There's no visible sign of injury. Yes, these are demons. That can be killed with a... <laughs> what is a P90 carry? NATO rounds. Well... I like the little, you know, the clicking. It's... I remember Alan Cox introducing American Werewolf in London, and he said, Werewolf can only be killed by a silver bullet to the heart or the SAS. 
<laughs> the funny thing is, Layla, the actress who played Alicia, she did point out to Joseph that her doppelganger is a scientist on Atlantis. So it's her twin sister. So she could come back even though she's dead in this episode. So am I, Alison. What was that? I don't know. Gunfire. Colonel, is everything all right? Colonel, do you read? Colonel, I'm getting nothing on the radio. Get back inside, I'll check it out. I'm coming with you. Like hell you are. I'm not gonna let you go out there by yourself. Colonel told me to take care of you. That is exactly what I'm doing. You two are staying here as far away from that gunfire as possible. Now you get back inside and you lock that door. You can't tell that me. That is an order. Hmm. Here she is, full military now. No messing about. Yep. Your civilians, obey. Come on. Are we saying she's the Daniel Jackson in this group? Nicole DeMars character? Yeah. 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 Sorry, I didn't know. What are you talking about? Yes, you silly boy, what have you done? Oh my god. The pods have been opened. Hmm. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh dear. That's a lot of whatever they are. I released them. Why? When you asked about the caves, I knew you'd found something. I came to see for myself. Why? Damn good question. Because my wife was among the missing. You pressed that big red button, didn't you? You had to press the big red button. I thought that maybe... I didn't know. I thought that I could save her. Twelve parts. That means there's twelve of those things. Technically right eleven. Minus the one you took out that leaves us with eleven. There you go. <laughs> so what happened? Did he let one out individually until he tried to find his wife or did he just ah now the radio conveniently fails to work yes <laughs> it's amazing isn't it yes and about as good as yours are uh, we need back in dr porter here let's go get him but the demons are still out there we're back for you feeling that michael actually saw some of this technology from elsewhere not the Jinai or the wraith because it looked out of place compared to what we've seen before he might have developed it you're quite clever yeah let's go right up to the shutters and peer out into the darkness, where things can see us, because we're backlit. Yeah. You were under orders. I should have insisted. And she probably would have decked you. You don't know Dusty. <laughs> Creaking. <laughs> I doubt that. Maybe she's back. What are you opening the door for? You're not supposed to open the door, for pity's <laughs> yeah. sake. You do stand out a bit. <laughs> what if it says no, or even yes? What are you going to do then? You're only a guest star, okay? We could kill you again. What are you doing? I'm going out there. Dusty told us to stay inside. Granted, Carson's been around the SG teams enough to know that, you know, when some trouble you join in, but this is not his team. He should... Oh, dear lad. Yes. I'm going to abandon you so you can be killed. <laughs> yes. And then I'll be racked with <laughs> so Excuse me, I, ha I have episodes. to go masculine now. <laughs> That's it, isn't it? Yeah. I'm surprised he didn't ask for a kiss for luck or something. She already likes you. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he's going to feel awful if something happens to her now. Of course he's going to feel awful. That's the purpose. He's, he's guilt-wracked. He caused this. This is his fault. This looks great. Just when you see the outline of, you know, the stores as he walks towards them. And of course, they only had about four or five stores, so they have to keep moving them about to make it look like the whole marketplace full of them. Sergeant? I've got the feeling I've seen something else where you get these kind of clicking noises. Sergeant Mera? Ah, it can't seem to sense him. Dear Lord. Okay, Garton, back away, very quietly. Nah, it does. <laughs> what do you mean, shoot it rather than run away? <laughs> oh, Carson. Keep going, lad. Keep going. <laughs> he's crawling. He's crawling. Back to the wall. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> if you weren't going to shoot anything that you encountered out there, why the hell did you go outside? <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> Hello. Hello. 
course, they achieved this simply by filming from above. Carson's actually lying on the floor. Well, I choose it. Because he seems to be have terrible hearing and no sense smell either. Now he shoots it. No, nope, he didn't shoot it. Ah, yeah, Dusty. Come on! Move it, move it, go! What the hell was that? Men, men, she thinks. Where's Allison? What were those things? Yes, Carson, thank you very much for that enlightening piece of information. And delivered in a way that will get you shot. <laughs> as soon as it opens fire. Probably a good idea that he didn't. Judging from that, I guess you already know what's going on. Where's the captain? She's gone. Where's Porter? We don't know. Oh, that's great. All we need now is for the prom queen and the kid in the wheelchair to wander off and we're all set. He left her behind, now she's gone. Good job, Carson. Yeah. Carson's keeping rather quiet, isn't he? Because he, know, he knows he's made a mistake here. ...has been genetically altered to incorporate the predatory characteristics of several other creatures. What other creatures? I'm not sure. Well, what good are you then, Carson? They're blind and they hunt by sound. And that fog out there is not a natural weather phenomenon. I saw one of them exude the mist from the gills on its neck. What, like a squid releasing its ink? Except that's a defensive mechanism. That's a lot of fog to be coming from 11 people or 11 creatures or whatever. Yeah. And it must be constantly being refed. You know, it doesn't seem to be dissipating or heavier than air either. We should wait here until dawn. Then it will be safe. Those things out there are not nocturnal. Day or night, it doesn't matter. Besides, we can't sit around. we got to find Porter. You can't be serious. They're going out there? Get back to work on that, data. Try to figure out a way how to deal with these things. That might be a problem, Colonel. There's a reason Michael abandoned that research. Even he couldn't control those creatures. Well, it didn't do any good to, you know, the actual crew of the uh, Stargate Atlantis set who were hacking up all black crap from their lungs. <laughs> Shoot them as soon as you see them, because you know you can kill them. Yep. Crush, kill, destroy. Crush, kill, destroy. <laughs> can we just say that Carson is completely useless on this mission? <laughs> Yes, and because I'm a senior SG guy, I get much brighter chemical lights, which aren't good. <laughs> well, that's it. He shook them to indicate the chemical uh, flares. And then they're very clearly not. They are, in effect, battery-operated, yeah. Yeah. But they were originally going to use, you know, roadside flares until things were pointed out. A, you don't get really that much light from them. Mm -hmm. They make noise, which is kind of counterproductive when you're yeah. trying to be quiet. And they give off poisonous gas. Oh. Yes. Well, it's not like it's going to make the fog any worse. Well, it's not very good for the actual camera crew, is it? Or the camera crew. <laughs> or the actors. They would probably got a better union. <laughs> and they actually add to the illumination, so it makes the job of the cinematographer so much easier. Behind you. Behind you. <laughs> the problem is, every direction is behind you. <laughs> The drawback... Oh, that's a nice effect, though, isn't it? When it works that good. Yeah, the problem is things can see you before you see them with these sort of lights. Oh, hello. <laughs> Whee! No, that so was why, did, why didn't fire as soon as she saw movement? <laughs> because, bloody hell, what's that? No. You're allowed a few seconds of uh, shock. No, you just shoot. You're military. You know there's nothing but hostiles out here. Well, somebody or something is making a bit of noise. Be careful, John. They might not respect the turtleneck. Whatever you do, be quiet. Ah, so she's all right. <laughs> she was perfectly safe there. <laughs> this was a mistake. I told him it was too dangerous. Shh, quiet. Instead of coming back here, we should have... Oh, dear. <laughs> relax, relax. <laughs> Dude, Carson, that's the spirit. <laughs> oh, blimey. And the uh, the wood didn't actually break as easily as they, they thought they would, so uh, a few injuries there. 
Yes, that's really a class to drag something heavy in front of the window. <laughs> oh, look, more mist. That looks like they're actually lying in front of the door and just breathing it in. Yeah. <laughs> Avon calling. Mm -hmm. We're doing a good deal on face motion, or is it? But we don't bother with each other. <laughs> this is brilliant. <laughs> see, how can you go wrong? Only the good guys have got flares, so if we see a flare, that's a good guy. It does at times look rather clear, and I think when you're that close to the camera. Are you okay? Yeah. Shut out. I get the feeling Dusty would never admit to not being okay. Not only a point of pride, but principle. Right then, lots of fog. Let's go looking for any more survivors. Major Teldy, where are you? Colonel. It's Major Teldy. She doesn't see us. You see? What could go wrong now? We've found Major Teldy. She didn't get eaten at the well. <laughs> Let's go and say hello. Maybe it's just me, but I think Dusty's been a little overconfident in this situation. <laughs> Thank you, Sergeant. That's what happens when you see something jump out at you. Mm. We can assume that is Major Teldy's flare. That she managed to jab into that creature that were running up the well walls. Didn't seem to throw it down much. Ah, oh, she got another flare. How many flares have they got? Yeah, for a while there, so did I. What about the others? Think they made it out? Well, I'm guessing at least one of them didn't. They got blood. Carson? No way to know. <laughs> oh dear. Did he try to save everybody again? Mm. He's running, he's running. <laughs> run away! He's getting a good workout. Those catacombs, they run for miles in every direction. So I'm guessing that one of them runs right to that well and into the center of town. Mm, that would explain how Michael could snag his test subjects without being seen. C4, well. We saw 12 of those pods in the lab. I killed one back in the forest, so... Uh... I tagged two, which incidentally puts me in the lead. Yeah, so all the, uh, all the guest stars for this episode went on a weapons training course before they started filming. You'll be surprised to find that Christina Cox knew exactly how to handle automatic weaponry. Mm-hmm. She's done a lot of police procedurals and action series. Oh, yeah, yeah. We could try exploiting it. How? I don't know, maybe luring them into an ambush. Yeah, I'm pretty sure the military experts probably thought of that. Yeah. We don't really need these suggestions from the, the Doctor. This. Ah, that's more like it. Technology to the rescue. Hmm? All right, here's how it's going to work. You three are taking up high ground positions. Teldy and Porter here. Mayra over here. I'm going to be on the ground setting charges. You're going to blow the well? Yeah, that's a plan. Okay, well, you better use the timer. If the fog is messing with our radios and flashlights, chances are a remote detonator won't work either. All right. Um, once I get to the well, I'll turn on the computer. The SG series tended to use uh, blanks rather than post effects for, for gunfire, right? Yeah. They only moved more to vis effects, A, when it got perfected, because when it's not done right, it looks terrible. Yeah, yeah. When they're shooting uh, on a closed set, if they're on location, though, and they've got the right to use live ammo, they use it. That would be the well-blowing sky high. And where will you be? Well, hopefully as far away as possible. I mean, that table's got a hell of a lot of knife holes in it. Mm. Over the years, it's probably used for every uh, tavern scene, so you've got people just sticking blades into it all over the place. Yeah. For the signal, you don't move, you don't make a noise until the well blows. I think I've made myself clear, Sarge. Yes, sir. Obviously, she hasn't been assigned to Atlantis for long, because she should know that his plans always work. Mm. Not exactly according to specifics, but they do work. Yeah. And most everybody comes home alive. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah, like, especially people who've been in previous episodes. Not in this case, poor Vega, you know. Yeah. Vega wasn't in the previous episode. Well, not as his character, but the actress was. <laughs> yeah, and Dr. Martha Jones got turned into a cyber person, so. <laughs> oh, 
<laughs> well, what do you know? Ain't that convenient. <laughs> of course it's squeaks. <laughs> <laughs> John, you could just pull it up by hand. I would really, really like the soundtrack for this episode. In fact, if MGM really wanted to add stuff to the official Stargate store, soundtracks would be a damn good idea. Yeah. Oh, ultrasonics to uh, attract the demons, catch them in a crossfire. You see, if this is RDA, he'd have a little can of oil on him. He would, wouldn't he? Yeah. <laughs> Come prepared. Little, little thing of WD-40. Wow, that must have been a relief for that squeaking to stop. And now for the C4. Oh! Oh, never drop the C4. Huh, frisky, isn't she, John? <laughs> Playing hard to get, indeed. The ladies can never resist Shepard. Not yet. Damn it. Just wait for it. The Major might not have liked the orders, but she, by God, she's going to follow him to the letter. Allison. She's there. She's safe. Thank God. What, did you lose something? Uh, I see four. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm off again. <laughs> Come on, I think it's best that we get moving. Yeah, I do too. Yes, standing right on top of the C4. <laughs> Jump down the well. Really? Well, C4 above the well, zombies around the well. You've got this bunch with... They're not zombies. Oh, come on. Please be patient, Dr. Porter. Don't be in too much of a rush to kill things. I see them. If you shoot now, you risk hitting the colonel. Just wait for the signal. Yes, and that would be a tragedy. Look at it. Nice. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Okay, now you can kill them all. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> She's remarkably good shot for a scientist. Well, I dare say everybody that goes on the SG team gets weapons training now. Even Rodney? Yeah, Rodney can use a gun a lot better than he used to be able to. Mm. And we have a nice painting of it. I wonder why that went to auction. That's a lot of bodies. Is that all of them? Eight... Nine plus the other three, that makes twelve. Yes, math. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Sorry, that's nine. Plus the three makes twelve. Yeah, there's your, there's your metal candy. <laughs> Been killed by math. <laughs> On our way. Done. They went down the well. They did. Well, it beats walking a couple of miles to the entrance to the catacombs and walking a couple of miles underground. Which may explain how easily the radios work first time around. Right. Allison, you okay? Um, yeah. Hey guys, do you mind if I just hang back here? I've had enough mad science for one day. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yes, because Carson cares. First he left you alone, then he ran away, <laughs> then he lost you. <laughs> I'm rather disappointed for her, Carson. How dare you? Yes, no, it's me. <laughs> oh, God. Wouldn't it have been brilliant if we'd had time to see these people again? Yeah. They had hoped to bring this team back. Unfortunately, they were so late in the series. Only a couple of episodes were left, and they had to be assigned to wrapping the season up. Right. What? I thought I heard something. Relax, okay? There were 12 pods. We counted 12 kills. I feel like on Atlantis we we didn't get to know the the non-primary SG teams as much as we did on SG1. Mm -hmm. Yeah, a lot more opportunity just to see walking past on the way to a mission or coming back. Right, at least like new team leaders and yeah, you could have a guest star in and be the leader, just as you know we Baldwin. Yeah. What is it? 
Yeah, that's never a good idea. <laughs> What's behind this door? <laughs> Did I jump forward by accident? I have no idea. So, who didn't have a good search of this underground laboratory then? We didn't get them all. Oh, crap indeed. What's that, another dozen at least? At least. Mm. Just behind that door. <laughs> As they walk into this room, above their head is a stuntman hanging upside down. Knees across a bar, hands on another bar, gripping on for dear life. Just for the shock value. Now this hallway scene, they had to film twice. They actually run out of time first time. Alright. They overtake our positions, I want you to do the fall back. Take the second tunnel up. Go to the surface down the gate. Now who's being negative? Okay. Feel free to start shooting now. Yeah. Let's not wait until the entire corridor fills up with fog. Yeah, because the closer the fog gets. Did we actually get an explanation why she hung back? No. Because I was expecting sort of she's turning into one of the creatures and she's actually one of They did carry a lot of spare ammo with them, I'll give them that. Mm. No grenades, I see, but... Yeah, they would have been very helpful. <laughs> mm. All clear? All clear. Mm. Okay, <laughs> can we go home now? Alright. Well then, who's going to write up this mission report? And we're back to this scene. I can't believe you're leaving already. You've been here like less than two weeks. Well, I've completed my research into Michael's test subjects and passed my findings on to Dr. Lynch and his team. And now it's time to move on to the more important work of saving lives. <laughs> this is almost a carbon copy of the Oh, quite deliberately, I'm sure. Another off-world situation requiring my expertise. Hmm, I actually just came to see if you need some help. Oh, much appreciated. Uh, oh, uh, by the way, how's Porter? Who? Oh, she's fine. Fine, a couple of weeks at R&R, then she'll be back in the Pegasus Galaxy. You know, Colonel, someone like her could be of real benefit to the type of work I'll be doing. Oh, I'll bet. Who's Porter? <laughs> <laughs> I gotta wonder, did they do the doors so they did that to Rodney instead of Woolsey? Okay, come on, tell me! <laughs> Rodney's not gonna be happy. No, no, Rodney. <laughs> You're right, the door should not have closed. <laughs> but it worked well. Okay then, that was Whispers. Bloody brilliant episode, that is. Yeah, quick moving. Yep, I've always said that uh, Dogate needed more female characters, and we got them, unfortunately. That was the only episode that featured that SG team. Yeah, I, I definitely would have loved to see more of that team. Right then, a little bit of trivia. William Wearing, this episode's director. 13 episodes of SG-1, 16 of Atlantis and 9 of Universe. Also directed Continuum, Strange Empire, and Painkiller Jane. Paul Mully and Joseph Malozzi, the writers. 38 episodes of SG-1, 15 of Atlantis, and 12 of Universe. As well as Transport to the Series, Delete, Student Bodies, Big Wolf on Campus, and of course Dark Matter, which will be returning for a second season this year. Excellent. Yep, and in fact if you follow Joseph's WordPress blog, you'll see uh, daily updates on the production, which is currently underway. Awesome. Right then, let's pull up the schedule. Next week's episode is going to be The Queen, which is a Wraith episode, Taylor-centric. I'm shocked. It's called The Queen and it's a Wraith episode. They're never too uh, shy about naming episodes with relevance to story. No, no, no. On the next Stargate Atlantis. Welcome to my ship. Taylor becomes the queen of a Wraith hive. If anything happens to her, there won't be anywhere in the galaxy you can hide. But to maintain her cover... Everything will be fine, provided you continue to play your part. She must be more ruthless than they are. You wish to attack unprovoked? I want them destroyed. On the next Stargate Atlantis. Jack? Daniel? Are you you? Yeah, you. What? I like the yellow ones. Never mind. We have a little bit of feedback for last week's episode from Brad over on our Facebook page. Interesting episode. Love the shot of the team on the gate. Something new for the series. But it's amazing in a sci-fi series, the writers can do essentially whatever they want with the characters and there will be an experimental pill, weed or long-lost ancient device to save the day in the last two minutes. <laughs> You've got a point, Brad. 
But you can't have major characters being killed every other week. Actually, probably be happening given the circumstances the writers put them in. It's just a question of can they create a solution that works for the narrative. And most of the time they do. Thanks for that, Brad. We do have some convention information for 2016. We'll start with the GateCon and Legends The Homecoming event, which takes place September the 8th through the 12th in Vancouver. As you would expect, they've pulled out all the stops to get as many actors from Stargate as possible, beginning with the main cast and working down through recurring and guest actors, as well as behind-the-scenes crew. Visit the website for a full and updated list, as we know that schedules can change without much warning. But there is no question that this is the convention for the Stargate fan in 2016. If you're looking for a convention a little earlier in the year, then Armageddon have a number of events in New Zealand. Manukau takes place March the 5th and 6th, Christchurch March the 12th and 13th, and finally Dunedin on March the 19th and 20th. Richard Dean Anderson and Michael Shanks will be attending Manukau and Christchurch. David Nichol, Marina Sirtis and Corin Nemec will be attending all three conventions. If you're in the UK, then the MCON takes place April the 30th and May the 1st in Nottingham. The convention will feature Tory Higginson, Paul McGillian, Aaron Douglas and Rainbow Sun Franks. Chevron 8.3, the dedicated Stargate event, takes place at Heathrow in London, the weekend of the 22nd through the 24th. So far, guests include Brian J. Smith, Elena Huffman, Doug Abrams and Jacqueline Samuda. If you'd like to get in touch with us for anything to do with Stargate or Gatecast, then we'd love to hear from you. You can do so via the contact form, which is on our website. That can be found at gatecast.co.uk. Or you can send us your thoughts via email using gatecastpodcast at gmail.com. We're also on Facebook and Google+, and we are carried on iTunes and Stitcher Internet Radio. You'll find all these links on our website, which includes the independent RSS feed, which carries every single episode we've released so far. That can be copied and manually added to a podcatcher. If you feel like leaving the review on Stitcher and iTunes, we will be delighted. We haven't got many over the years, so every extra one is a bonus for us. Okay then, let's wrap the show up. Okay then, Andrew. Thank you very much once again for joining us for this episode. Oh, well, thank you as always for having me back on. Yep, if you just want to give you... Your Twitter and your SoundCloud information? Uh, yeah, so uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Andrew Wonders and um, SoundCloud.com forward slash Andrew Wonders, all one word. Excellent. I see. Okay then, folks. Thank you very much for joining us for Whispers. Next week, the Queen. Andrew, thank you. Alan, uh, welcome back. Yes. Hope you join us next week for the Queen. Until then, I've been Mike. I've been Andrew. I've been Alan. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Goodbye. You've been listening to The Gatecast, hosted by Alan and Mike. Join us at gatecast.co.uk. Stargate forever. Stargate forever.